Welcome to the 10 Degree Shift Podcast, where your host, AJ, shares small 10 degree shifts you can make to improve your business, its people, and culture, one shift at a time. Hi, and welcome to the 10 Degree Shift, a podcast show all about how you can make small sustainable changes in your life, your business, your health, your world, so that you can become healthy, healed, and whole. I'm your host, AJ, and I'm obsessed with helping people really find their truth and move into that perfect energy alignment. Today, I've brought to you a beautiful guest. Here I am, AJ, and I've brought to you Casey or Kim Cherie. Hello, Casey. Hello, how are you? Wonderful. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast about the 10 degree shift. Now, Casey and I have known each other for quite some time. We've actually even traveled to India together and we've studied yoga teacher training at the same studio. Kim Sheree is a bit of a yogi. She's also a writer and she's a real connector of women and her wish is to empower women to move through life's journey. And she does that in really some interesting ways and some natural ways and particularly works with women who are peri, pre, menopausal, postmenopausal, and all of those wonderful things that us women get to go through. So welcome to the show, Casey. Thank you. Thank you so much, AJ. We've got the alphabet going. We've got us. the alphabet names. <laughs> and so I invited Kim Cherie on to talk today because she's already been through the 10 Degree Shift program. And um, as many of you will know, it's available now to, for online for individuals to take the program. And you can either do it in a structured way with us and journey with us with weekly calls, or you can just download it and actually work on it at home on your own using the curriculum and the um, resources and videos that are there. And so I wanted to bring Casey on to talk warts and all about what does she like about the program? How did it support her in her wellbeing journey? And what were some of the things that maybe didn't resonate? So Casey, why don't we begin with your kind of recap of your progress and how you felt first time around in the 10 Degree Shift program? Well, I found that the program was quite empowering for me. Um, it helped me affirm and strengthen some daily rituals that I already had um, that probably weren't daily, some rituals mm-hmm. that I used on and off. So it helped me for them to become daily. Um, it gave me the courage to try some new ones some some different rituals or shifts, you know, just to see how they work for me. And I think also because I like the weekly catch-up, so that's something I would do, is it just with that, I also trusted the process of the unfolding of the shifts as they happened. Mm. So, yeah, so that was really good. Um, it's for people that want more tin tax factual stuff, <laughs> <laughs> I um, on the tw- within the twelve weeks I released four kilos. Mm. Um, my exhale increased by a count of eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I released. 38 centimetres. Wow. And the largest area that I released in was around my weight, uh, around my waist, sorry, which was 16 centimetres. And then my hips and bust were sort of, I did, my hips were six and my bust was five. So, I mean, that that waist area was quite a substantial shift um, with what we were doing. 
And that's huge. I mean, the goal of the program isn't just to be, it's not a weight loss program, but it is a shedding of stuff that no longer serves us. And sometimes that shows up in our body. It could be also our thoughts or our emotions. And that shift around the waistline is so wonderful because what that is, is, um, you know, that can lead to heart disease. It can cause lots of health implications and cholesterol and all of those sorts of things. So it really shows that your energy and well-being and all of your vital signs are really responding to the tiny little shifts that we make. Yeah, and it was really interesting because I had been concentrating on um, releasing weight for a special occasions I've got coming up. Mm. And so I had um, some practices in place to help me with that. But I think um, by combining some of the other um, shifts with it, it mm. helped me to release it a little bit easier. Yeah. So I, I, it was really good. And, I mean, just some things like um, I found the shift with the self-talk was really good for me. Mm-hmm. So I became more um, I became more of a coach than a critic to myself. Um, so more accepting and compassionate mm. and loving towards myself. Um, and so that encourages you also with what you do physically. Do you know what I mean? So that was really good. Um, yeah, so I found that was great. And then there was a lot of awareness around things that I was already doing. Mm-hmm. So um, awareness around my water, what my water intake was. So Normally I'd say two to three litres um, a day I would take in. However, while doing this, I was aware of it and documenting it and I found that my body functions better on three litres plus. Mm. So, and, I'm, and we all know that, you know, water is a gift because it, it is life. So, I mean, I think that that's really important for me to realise what my particular body needs. I mean, everyone's different, yes. but that's what my body needs. So, yeah, so that was that was pretty good. Awareness around my breath. So um, I do a lot of breath practice with yoga, but I've um, now incorporated into my daily yoga practice, which I already had a box breath. Yes. Um, and I find that, that that breath is really good and I've been – I am, I teach a couple of yoga classes and I've been teaching that as well. Mm. Um, so the awareness of what it did to my body, I've now started to teach that. And my students have found it really, really good for them as well. So that's fantastic. Um, and it is so valuable, that box breath. And for those at home listening or maybe you're driving in the car, you might even want to try a box breath, which is to inhale for a count of four, to pause or suspend the breath for a count of four, to exhale and empty all of that Mm. oxygen out for four and then to hold yourself empty again for four. So that's what a box breath means. That's what KC's meaning by that. And I think Mm. all of that's so valuable because that's often what leads to shedding the weight as well. It doesn't just come down to what we eat and how much we exercise. Our breath is a big part of releasing toxins through our nose It's also a great part of boosting our parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest. And for so many of us, we live in this crazy world where we're always in our sympathetic nervous system, that fight or flight and, you know, push, push, push. And so gentle daily reminders to just breathe 
really help our body switch into rest and digest, which is where all of our systems start working together and where we can truly start to bring ourselves back into alignment. So no wonder the self-talk goes with the breath, goes with you saying, you know, become mm. a coach, not a critic. It's it's not just one thing, is it? It's kind of all of the levers no. fit together. They're all, it's all interconnected. And I mean, mm. the thing is, you know, um, like with the yoga, you know, you have that breath, body, mind triangle. Mm. So it, it's something, like I said, that I was aware of, but it, this just helped, um, you know, affirm what I'd been doing and strengthen it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it was fabulous. And I mean, and that was the same with the exercise. So, you know, um, as in cardio exercise and strengthening your body. So obviously I do a lot of yoga, but I've now incorporated the cardio into my into my practice as well. Mm. So I do Tabata three times a week. Yeah. So and that was just seeing my how my body was strengthening by what we were doing in the shift each week with that little bit of extra movement each week. Yes. Um and it compounding. So yeah, so I mean all those like and the fruit and veg, I've always been pretty good with that. So there was a good awareness around that, but also it just brings it back to why it's important mm-hmm. and how it um and how it impacts on your life if you don't have it yes (laughs) like if you start you start being aware of how much vegetable or fruit you're taking in compared to other things in your diet especially like sugar Mm. and if you take in a lot of sugar after you've been eating fruit and veg you can really notice the impact into your system absolutely Um, and I think that awareness then helps you make a choice on how you want to live you know so I mean and how you want to celebrate Absolutely. And I think that's something that's very strong in the program. You know, it's based on nutrition, Ayurveda, um, and lots of well-being practices, as well as how the people in the blue zones um, eat and live. And the more plant-powered we are, actually, the more it generates well-being. And it's not that plants um, fight disease, but the lack of plants in our diet increases our likelihood of having disease and so they're kind of like a preventative measure and it's amazing how alive you feel when you eat live prana rich food right and I know you already grow your own veggies as well so Mm. you have this really rich beautiful um, plant-based diet yeah yeah well that's one of the reasons we have I mean even things like I grow my own turmeric and we're just trying to grow our own ginger Mm. so in the mornings when I have my lemon oh and we grow our own lemons so in the mornings when I have my lemon drink it's like fresh turmeric and ginger that I put into the warm water with some lemon and like you know so I start my day off with that aliveness from you know and if I'm out of produce then I go outside and I pick it and I put it in so you get that whole connection Mm. which, you know, that mindfulness of where your food and water comes from I think helps a lot as well. And, again, it's just back to awareness, mindfulness to me is very similar. That's that awareness completely of, of how you, um, yeah, and, and I think all those things help you slow down a bit so that your life becomes more mindful or, or conscious or mm. intentional. Any of those words are interplayed. And um, I think then when you do meditation, their meditation then has more of a shift on what's happening. So, um, you know, and, again, that was an awareness thing for me. I already meditate between 5 to 30 
minutes most days that now I try to make it every day. Yeah. You know? And it just depends on my time frame. So I don't put any pressure on myself. but mm. just ensure it's sometimes during the day that I at least grab five minutes to take that peace and quiet to Amazing. steady and still. Yeah. And first thing in the morning is fabulous if you can yeah. do it. If, <laughs> but if you can't, it doesn't matter. Like if you do it any other time, I still think it has the same impact and um, power. Absolutely. Now, for people listening, I think, um, Casey, you were already on a bit of this journey. You know, you've been doing a lot of this work and you actually teach Mm. women through your moving, you know, to into wisdom programs, which are for women going through menopause. You really support them using a lot of these alternative or natural therapies and, and going back to ancient wisdom, meditation, you know, turmeric, ginger, lemon, all of those sorts of things. But for some people who are listening, what if they go, gosh, that's so not me, you know, I'm living in um, an apartment or, you know, a city block, I, I don't meditate already. And, you know, for people who go, I, I don't want to be vegetarian because this program doesn't say you need to be, it just uh, invites you to increase I'm, the amount of plants. What would you say to people who are going, oh, that sounds too overwhelming? <laughs> well, I'm not vegetarian. I'll put that up front. I yeah. eat meat, um, mainly, uh, yeah, mainly high-protein um, meats like chicken and pork, like the leaner pork and stuff like that. So yeah, you don't have to be vegetarian to do this at all. Mm, yeah, <laughs> but um, I think the other thing is that you know each week you slowly build on um, on the shifts. Mm-hmm. So you know, like water is like one of the first things you look at. So like how much water and how you consume the water is a pretty easy step to help with your health. Like mm-hmm. it's not um it's not huge. And I think what the program does is it they are 10 degree shifts. So they're only just small shifts each time. And you get to experiment. So it's that's the other thing. Like I said, it gave me the courage to try some new things. Like you get to experiment and it may be for you or it may not be for you, but you're only experimenting for a, a week and then you can make a decision on what way you want to go from there as well. And, I mean, you don't have to grow your own fruit and vegetables. I mean, you can get them from a supermarket or, a, you know, wherever you normally buy your fruit and vegetables. Mm. I mean, you can use frozen fruit and vegetables if that's more convenient for you. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it doesn't matter. Um, I mean, you know, I've lived in the city in an apartment and had a very fast-paced life as well, and um, I still did was trying to incorporate some of those things then. I think you just look at what works for you. Yes. And if you do, it's all about choice. Like if you do the 12 weeks and out of the 12 weeks you're able to take away one thing, then I think then that would help, you know, that's all helpful if you're looking at healing yourself and being whole and healthy and, you know, as well as you possibly can be. Mm. I mean, and... There was a lot of awareness there, but, like, I'm looking, I've signed up for the next round and there's certain things that are, you know, that for me that I want to focus on and it's really the second part that, like, from week six on Mm -hmm. that I want to focus on next time. So it's like the, you know, the um, being um, aligned with who I want to be, being true to myself, stepping into my power, which you call straight talk. But, um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, my values and living by my values 
you know, and then within that, not worrying about um, the right people will be attracted to me if I yes. are true to myself, yes. you know, and, and the community side of it, talking about community and where, where community is important to you and community has always been really important to me. So where mm. in my life with the type of life I live, do I find community um, to make my heart sing? So, I mean, all that sort of stuff, even if you're living in a city, you know, if you're living in the middle of New York, say, one of the biggest cities in the world, you, there's still things there that you can find within this program that I believe would help you with your health and your well-being. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, Fantastic. And that's how it is, isn't it? It could be in one round you work on something and then in the next round you go, okay, I want to shift, like you're saying, into another area of focus. And I know myself, every time I lead people through it, I'm doing it myself as well. I've got a couple of areas that I'm like, oh, I want to go back and revisit that myself. So there's always that unlayering and, you know, peeling back and going, oh, I've just discovered something else about myself. So I love that you called it an experiment because that's very much how it's meant to be. It is just to try different things and to explore your edges in life. Yeah. And I, I think the other thing that's good about it too is that you offer the weekly catch-ups. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that way you have your own 10-degree tribe that you're working with. Like so, and, you know, different people experience different things and you can share that and it's that, support and connection within that group I think that's all always for me very very helpful it's that energy you know I'm not a very good just online person like if I buy a go oh that program looks good and I buy it (laughs) it normally just sits in my inbox (laughs) I hear you yeah (laughs) where if I've got um something where I can face where I face up to people and can talk about and work through it and I have a tendency to move through it um, yes. for me. And, I mean, that's just how I am. Some people would be great. They'd sign up and off they'd go and do it and they don't need that. But for me in particular, those catch-ups and sharing experiences and supporting one another is really, really important. Absolutely. And I know for me I learn so much from the groups each time. So that's what I most look forward to is that co-creative community. And you're right, it kind of gives an extra layer of accountability that you show up because now you've got friends who rely on you and and want to hear from you as well. So I I love that part of it. Now, I guess final question before we share a little bit about what you do um, Mm -hmm. is were there any shifts where you had to give up something that you went, oh, that's just too hard? Was there anything that you went, oh, I really didn't like that at all? (laughs) I don't eat a lot of fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and not I love fruit, but fruit doesn't love me. Um, right. Yeah, so the the sugar in fruit, fructose, has a tendency to play up with my system. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found that quite um, quite hard to mm-hmm. introduce a piece of fruit daily. And I yeah. know for some people they'll say I'm crazy, but it's the problem is it, it becomes addictive like um sugar like chocolate Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so do you know what I mean um so that for me is a really interesting um really interesting for me to be able to do that Mm. um 
so, and I mean, I know some people think, like I said, I sound crazy, but I, it becomes as addictive as, you know, any sugar for me. Yeah. So it's being able to um, actually uh, moderate that. Mm. you know have intention around it rather mm. than abandonment think oh I've had five strawberries now I can eat the whole punnet like yeah <laughs> well and that's what the awareness is all about right and just noticing oh my body responds to that because so many people eat without even noticing how does my body respond to something or even knowing oh I've got a sore tummy could that have been something I eat you know often we're very head and gut um, disengaged and so that's what part of the program is is to introduce some extra fruit so that you can just become aware of how does that impact on my body you know does it impact Mm. on my toilet (laughs) toileting and you know all of those sorts of things it's just fascinating to as you said experiment with yourself yeah, and, and I think the other thing that I realised when I was on the program, and I think it's a combination of things, is that when I'm, um, like, I used to work a lot to deadlines mm-hmm. um, and um, the way that I used to obviously cope with those deadlines was by eating. So if I'm really busy, I have a tendency to want to have something there to munch on, mm. whether it be, you know, a bag of chips, popcorn, whatever your, whatever your thing is, you know what yes. I mean? And um, I've found that I then moved to carrots and celery, but I'm still looking for that. Mm. And now I've actually picked up um, a gum. And yeah. so if I get really um, stressed, then I'll, pop that piece of gum in and then by the time the flavor's gone in the gum I thought I don't really need this why am I doing this so it's not something I had to give up per se Mm. but it's just it made me aware of it so Mm. I I don't think there was anything really um oh my my work my um my I suppose the um stumbling blocks for me or where I you know miss a step in my dance is when it comes to um my values and um, my straight talk with myself. Mm-hmm. They're probably, and that's where I came up against a little bit of a roadblock and I sat in the middle of the road instead of trying to figure out how to go over or under or around. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and that's because the thing about strength, I, I can tell you all my weaknesses. So, again, that comes back to the critic and the coach mm. And that's why that probably working on that area is important for me. But, yeah, I get that really um, when someone asks me about my strengths, I have a tendency to get that real sinking feeling in my gut. Right. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Where I can rattle off my weaknesses for probably a week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and isn't that society where we often do, you know, play down our strengths? but we're very mm. conscious and aware of our weaknesses or we just have that negative self-talk or a bit of a harsh critic, as you're saying, an inner critic that's, yeah. you know, nastier than we would be to anyone else. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I used to work with quite, um, you know, with teams and I would always look for the strengths of the different people in the team for us to be able to jigsaw that together. And then when we had any, you know, like and pull where we needed to put other strengths by the people we employed. But obviously I don't do that with myself. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, I think, a really important thing for me to look at. Mm -hmm. So that's a totally different side of what some of the things it brought up for me rather than not necessarily what you work through in the 10 degrees but what it brought up for me to work through. Fantastic. 
Fantastic. Well, thank you for sharing so much and doing a bit of a recap on how you found it. And I'm excited that you're joined up again so that you can go through and experience the shifts and with a different group, right? So you'll get a different dynamic and you'll find you're at different places. And I'm sure you'll be able to coach and support others coming through the journey for the first time as well. Just don't reveal any of the shifts in advance. We, <laughs> we no, 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 no. We're key for the surprise. Um, no. So, Casey, do you mind telling everyone a little bit before we finish up about how you work with women around menopause? Because I think that's such a valuable process and program um, that you offer to women who are pre or peri or post-menopause and often something that's a bit taboo and not talked about too often. Yeah, so this is all from learnt experience. Mm. So when I started going through menopause, um, I, you know, I went to doctors and spoke to them about it and they told me it was just that time of life and something I had to live through. And I said, well, I, it's not functional for me. I, you know, and I'm editor of a newspaper and all this stuff's going on and I, I need to be able to function. So um, disheartened by all of that, I started to do some reading and some looking around. And I've always been a bit naturally orientated, like, you know, if I've got a cold mm. coming on, I'll make myself up a hot lemon germ joy juice thing I make up and like so so anyway it, it's just that sort of was the way that I wanted to go mm-hmm. you know and I did find that even trying to talk to it with some people that they would talk to you about hushed tones about that time of life or they'd want to speak to you on the side in private um my my family history was that um It was brought on early by hysterectomies and all sorts of things like that. Mm -hmm. So there was no family history there. So I started to experiment with natural therapies and yoga and essential oils to navigate my journey through pre, post and menopause. And so it's that that I like to share with women in the program I call Moving Into Wisdom. And then it's so it's those learnt experiences that are tried and tested, and I combined all the modalities and the solutions together, and um, and then women also share what they've been trying and what's worked and hasn't worked for them. Because my true belief is that everybody's body is different, and we respond mm. in different ways. We have mm. some common things, but we all respond in different ways. Mm. So it's good to be able to be aware of that. You know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not medically trained. It's all learn experience. Um, and so we explore stress, sleep and sex, um, and it's designed just to help women in a small group set- setting to navigate, feel supported and informed during their menopause journey. Hmm. So we, I start off with a, um, they're all in workshops. So the, the first workshop is um, I call my menopause 101, so the basics on menopause. Yes. And um, it's just uh, four hours on a Saturday afternoon that I, I run them. And, um, yeah, so we just get a small group of women together and we go from there and um, it's in quite a nurturing environment. So, And, then after and you that, know what I love? I love that... Um, you know, there's lots of rituals and things around, you know, when a woman's going to have a baby, say, or a woman's going to get married. Mm. And so we do all these mm. hens parties and, you know, baby showers and things like that. So there's all of these celebratory and lovely nurturing processes that as women we do collectively for certain milestones in life. 
And in a way, these um, workshops that you offer are kind of like that, but for women going through menopause, where let's get together and actually do something that's a bit nurturing and informative and talk about this because often, as you said, it's done in hush-hush tones otherwise. Mm. Well, we talk quite freely about adolescence. So when we come mm. into having periods, like we talk about that. And we, and like you said, we talk a lot about pregnancy. Mm. I mean, and I think to me, what my wish is, is for menopause to be able to be discussed as openly and as freely. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it, it starts as early as 40 and it, it continues until you're 70. It's not a minor part of your life. It's a yes. large Yes, 30 years, that's a long time mm. that you're in this stage. Um, so there's been um, been some talk about calling it not menopause but calling the period of your life between motherhood and being an elder as MAGA, M-A-G-A. And um, I quite like that because mm. it takes, we can talk about being, you know, in MAGA magic and it, it has you know, it takes away some of that clinical side of it, I know, and so yeah. people that want to refer to it as menopause can, but it just gives it a bit more of a um, softer name for women to be relating to or anyone to be relating to actually. Yeah, so, I love that a lot. And there's a lot yeah. of alignment here also to the 10-degree shift, which I guess is why also that was supportive for you because in lots of ways, you've done that exploration of what are the alternative or natural ways. And and that's the same as how I kind of came across what's in the 10 degree shift through my own experience as well. And overcoming autoimmune disease, adrenal fatigue, you know, through meditation, yoga therapy, bushwalking and, and doing that inner work. And so I love that they kind of do fit together hand in glove. Um, That being said, Mm. um, the 10 degree shift is open for men as well. And it's great for for anyone at all, men, women, and others to join in. Um, How can Mm. people find out more if they want to look into your programs? Where's best for them to track you down and find you? Well, um, they can track me down through Facebook mm-hmm. under my name, um, mm-hmm. Kim Sheree Davidson, or yeah. um, through my email, which is Kim Sheree Davidson at bigpond.com. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm pretty well under the radar like that. I just have a name, an email, and a phone number. Beautiful. <laughs> so, we'll put that Facebook in the show page. notes so that people can find your Facebook page today and um, find out more. Now, at the moment, yours are live workshops. Um, so they yes, they are live. Who yeah. are in kind of the Hunter, Newcastle, Lake Macquarie, Central Coast regions of New South Wales. Um, and That's maybe correct. in the future, if the demand gets high enough, then you might need to do a bit online like um, we yeah, are in 10 degree yeah. shift. Yeah. I'd love to do something online with it. But at the moment, I think it's just to get that nurturing environment for mm. women to feel open in. I'm happy just to stay local. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the 10 Degree Shift podcast today. It's awesome to always hear about how people are taking, um, you know, the stuff that's in the program and using it in their own way, in their own life. And certainly my mission's all about empowering humans to make small sustainable shifts so that they can live longer, easier, healthier, happier. And it's really beautiful to observe the great change and transformation in your life. And, And I thank you for sharing it really openly and honestly with us today. 
Not a problem. It was my pleasure to do it. And I can't wait to do the next one. So come around, what, 5th of December, is it? I think we start. We start next week. So anyone who's uh, listening to this, and even if you're listening to the podcast later, you can actually start the program at any time. You can um, join online. If you just go to the website, alexandrajoy.com.au and click on the link to online programs, you'll find it there, the 10 degree shift. Thank you everyone for tuning in. May you have a beautiful, delicious day wherever you are in the world. Much love from us. Peace out.